Good morning, guys. It's Pastor Chris with Soul Revival Biker Church. Here we go, starting a new week off. Guys, it's week 34, day one. Today, we're going to talk about praying with authority. How do we pray with authority? And I'm going to be reading out of Hebrews 4, uh, verses 15 and 16. And uh, first, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day to rise, another day to just go out and live life, a life that you gave us, a life you prepared a way for, and an exit strategy that you already prepared. Lord, help us to lean on your will, to trust in your will. Thank you, Lord all that you do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So let's read this Hebrews 4, 15 and 16. It's pretty cool. It says, uh, We do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weakness, but was in all points tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrew. A lot of people uh, argue about who wrote Hebrews. I've heard women wrote Hebrews, everything. I personally feel like that the Apostle Paul wrote Hebrews as well. Um, There's a lot of uh, reference to athletics and so forth, and, and Paul was a very athletic person. Um, but just some of his writing. Um, the, the, whoever the author is, he reveals to us the high privilege and great power of prayer. And, uh, you know, immediately preceding these verses, we learn of our responsibility and accountability before a holy God. There is no creature hidden from God's sight. But all things are naked and open to his eyes of him to whom we must give account. Find that in verse 13. Um, Because one day we will give an account before God. You know, someone asked me the other day, we were talking about praying to God and asking God for specific things, you know, and... um, you know, like God told the blind man, you know, who was praying for healing. He said, well, what do you want me to heal? Be specific. He said, I want my eyes and my sight back. And um, God, you know, Jesus knew that. He, he just wanted to hear it from the man's lips. And so this guy was pretty embarrassed to pray and ask God for exactly what he wanted. And I just told him, I said, you're, you're not fooling anybody but yourself. God already knows. So as I said, one day we will all give an account before God. He knows. Now, commenting on this passage, the guy who translated the King English Bible, Martin Luther, he said, after terrifying us, the apostle now comforts us. That comfort comes from hearing that through Jesus Christ, we have been given what the military calls permission to speak freely. You know, we're welcomed into the presence of God through our high priest, 
who can sympathize and identify with us. You know, we say all the time, I don't need someone I have to call father that dresses like a mother to go and present my case to God. He sent his son. And so we have a direct line. In the days of the tabernacle and temple, the Jews had a high priest. Now these priests, they were appointed by God to act on behalf of the people in their relationship with God. One day each year, the the priest was required to make sacrifices for his own sin and then the sins of the people. Well, we got Jesus Christ. He's our mediator who alone possesses the proper credentials to be both the perfect sacrificial offering for sin and the great high priest interceding on our behalf. You see, his death satisfied the just demands of a holy God and paid the price for our sins. And now we've been granted access into God's presence through Christ's anointing work. That's something to get excited about, people. You know, I tell people all the time, if you're not getting excited about worshiping and praising God and reading your Bible, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong because we're his chosen ones. We're the ones that he said, hey, follow me. Just follow me. Do as I do. He came to give us an example. Now, you've heard of the Great Commission that is given to the followers of Christ in Matthew 28, 19 and 20. If you haven't, I'm going to urge you to go look that up and read it. Matthew 28, 19 and 20. We can think of these verses from Hebrews as the Great Permission instead of Commission. We are permitted and welcome to come into the presence of God through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ upon the cross. Now we, we obtain mercy and find grace to help in times of need. Remember, our great intercessor lives. We have no excuse for lifeless prayers. We need to pray exactly what we want. Now, I'm not going to say you're always going to get it, because there's always that yes, no, or the all-time favorite, wait. That one kills me. But in Abuka, it even tells us to write things down. We're supposed to present to God what it is that we need or want. And, you know, it's, it's hard when he says wait. And we always need to pray that it be God's will that the prayers be done because we can jack ourselves up if we pray too hard on something that is not his I was recently told by someone I highly respect every door that opens is not God opening that door you need to pray and ask God for confirmation you're supposed to walk through that door You know, my church, Soul Revival Biker Church, we're going through some transitions right now. We have the heart 
to do a lot more than we're doing. But we have to wait and we have to find out if God is going to provide for us and open the doors for us to do the things that we want to do. Now, yes, we want to do them to glorify God. We want to do them to help his broken children. But is that God's calling for us? Is that what he really wants us to do? Or does he have a whole different plan for us? You see, sometimes when we get our high hopes up and we pray for these things and a few doors open and we think we're supposed to run through that door, we got to stop at the door. We got to knock. Remember what the Bible said, knock and the door shall open. We got to remember to knock and not just run through it because if we knock, he will open the door if it's from him. If that door doesn't open, then we know we were being baited. Yes, baited. So just be careful and pray about everything and worry about nothing. And when you see the doors opening, stop and pray or knock and make sure God wants you to enter that door. Now, what I need to do is pray us out of here so we can go make this one great Monday. Gracious Father, I thank you for Christ's death on the cross and his continual intercession on my behalf. I thank you that the atoning sacrifice for sin has been received and accepted and that now I can come boldly to the throne of grace. I thank you that Jesus is both the perfect sacrifice for sin as well as the great high priest who can identify with my weakness. I rest on his atoning work and I rejoice in his intercession in his great and glorious name, the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. All right, guys, go out there today. Make it a great day. Do not let the devil steal your joy. He is a liar. He's here to steal, kill, and destroy. Do not let him do it today. Remember, God loves you. We love you. There's nothing you can do about it. Peace out.